0: welcome back to focus i'm ron cisco i've been listening to a lot of well i try to listen to a lot of new music every every week uh, i go out of my way to to try to stay up on music mostly because i, I feel like one of the reasons we get disconnected from other generations is we don't consume the same same media that they do uh, especially music. What what happens is we get comfortable with a certain subset of music, usually attached to a decade, and we we kind of stick within it. One of the things that I became uncomfortable with myself was the fact that I was listening to the same two hundred or so albums, or only listening to new music from the same artists I'd been listening to in the in the years that I'd been been growing up. And while I am pursuing new music all the time i find myself still not liking it and i know that a lot of that still has to do with the fact that i'm getting older and things just aren't the same one of the authors that i grew up reading douglas adams who wrote the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and a bunch of other really snarky um novels and, and games uh had this thing he called the the um the rules that describe our reactions to technologies number one was anything that is in the world when you're born is normal and ordinary and just a natural part of the way the world works. Number two was anything that's invented between when you're 15 and 35 is new and exciting and revolutionary, and you can probably get a career in it. And number three is anything invented after you're 35 is against the natural order of things. I think it's a, it's a very intelligent set of rules I think it's probably always been the case and i I find myself subject to it even though i'm excited about technology and and innovation and and all these changes i look at everything with a little bit of skepticism now that i've crossed that 35 year threshold I, i i understand where they're coming from and and music is the same way television is the same way for the most part there's certainly certain things but like game shows i don't i don't understand what's going on with game shows and and uh, I, I just don't. I'm not. I'm not having a lot of fun with it. So to kind of come back to the topic, one of the um, artists that I've been listening to a lot lately, lately is Billie Eilish. I don't know anything about her except that she's, I think, 17 years old right now, and uh, and and she 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 makes music. It's very different from what I listen to normally, and I like the sound of it. And um, and I don't like the lyrical content of it, but that's just that's just uh, that's part of what I'm kind of getting to here. Lyrically, Billie Eilish makes music that makes me uncomfortable for the most part. They talk about, she talks about um, subject matter that maybe, you know, the 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 approach from it is kind of strange. Uh, the the song "Bad Guy," which is very mainstream, um, it talks about uh, yeah, seducing fathers and. And all the, again, she's 17 years old. And it brings me to a very important point. And one of those things that, that I think the realization that when you're, when you're passing 35 and looking back on all of the things that, that you're afraid of or you're disinterested in or you're, you're just skeptical of, it wasn't made for you. I think the reason that people become so offended so quickly about about things about about the the uh, approach from media about acceptance about trends about you know it could be any issue it could be it could be about um, the gay agenda which is my favorite one Uh, but just you know acceptance of of uh, homosexual relationships and in society and in this case right now transgender. those are those are things. Those are changes that are made, where the generations that become upset by them are definitely, for the most part, older. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, make assumptions about what you believe and where you're standing on any of that. But but I, I definitely see that most of the resistance towards accepting people, for whatever reason comes from an older generation and i just wonder if that kind of plays out in the same way if it's not just technology if it's not just media if it if it's everything the way media works the way everything works is everything is geared towards people with disposable income and the truth is no one between 16 years of age and probably 35 really has disposable income we just We just take our our priorities and we, we lean it in the direction of things where we buy things that don't make sense because those are the things that we want. We haven't learned priorities yet. We haven't made decisions about what's important. Slowly, people who have children, people who buy homes, people who start investing in their future, they stop becoming the target audience of people trying to make money On media, magazines, not that magazines are a thing anymore, but back when magazines were a thing, music, makeup, hair care, those are aimed toward people who are more willing to spend money on something based on appearance, based on cool factor. And now that you're passing 35 years old and music and movies and television and and products are no longer Geared toward you, I think it's very easy to feel left out. The truth is, we listen to music, and 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 or you know, I'll just continue using music as the example because that's kind of what's inspired me here. Um, the realization that that those things don't play out that way also should come with the responsibility of not not taking things that way. I remember. Not, not reading that content that way. I remember I was, uh, I was 17 years old, I think, when, um, when Britney Spears was, uh, was prominent. Her big song was uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time. I remember not really liking her music. I think it's fine now. Uh, but at the time, I, I just wasn't a fan of the music. I remember not liking the music, but I do, I do remember that like the imagery was was tantalizing britney spears is, is was is a beautiful woman and um and and at the time she was definitely portrayed in a way that may, was it was sexualized it was definitely geared toward you know women would want to look like her and men would want to be around a girl like her i remember being in class it was um i think it was a history class and we were every day people were were told to uh to bring assignment like a, a news article um about whatever news was for today i would always get in trouble for bringing tech articles because it was so easy um because you would have to kind of come up with you know a quick synopsis and then talk about the um the reason why that was important a lot of people would take a lot of uh, guff for bringing in pop culture articles but those were just as important as regular history as well I mean, just, just having a journal full of those, those historical elements was kind of fascinating. I wish I had kept mine. I remember one day, I think I was, I think I was 17, I, I might have been 16, I think it was 17, when Britney Spears was announced um, as, as the article of the day from, from one of the students, it was a male student, who mentioned that Britney Spears had just turned 18 and everybody celebrated Britney Spears being legal, which was really strange to me because we were all 17 years old. So, what were we excited about? I'm not, really, I'm not really sure, but that came from the idea of the culture over-sexualizing a person who was not legal yet. Now, it's not to say that we should be responsible for those things when we were 17 years old, but the truth, the truth is we need to make intelligent decisions about the content that we consume and how we disseminate that content, and then how we dissect that content and how we consume that content. Um, it's just hard to when you're 17 years old. At 17, you basically do what you're told, especially when you don't know that you're being told to do it. Britney Spears was over-sexualized. Britney Spears was presented to us as a sex object, and we consumed it that way. And um, the worst part about that really is that she was presented as a sexual object to men probably a little bit older than us, but then also people younger than us. So it's, it's a programming that, that exists from probably the first stages of puberty, right around that 12-year-old mark, until, uh, until probably 23. That was probably the baseline for that, which is just, it, it, it creates a dubious line of uh, when you should be responsible for that content. So the reason I bring up Billie Eilish in particular because I could have been talking about hip hop, I could have been talking about anything else. Again, I wanted to contextualize this. Billie Eilish came up in the media because uh someone, well, a, a picture of her had been circulated and um and it wasn't explicit or anything. It just showed off uh some of her her uh breasts. Just I think she was wearing a bikini top or something. And um and B- Billie Eilish one of the reasons that i liked her um just as she was presented media wise was that still like her is that she goes out of her way to wear very baggy clothing because it's it's she she doesn't believe it's really for anybody to kind of consume that that way she didn't want to be you know she didn't want to appear that way i respect that greatly um but again lyrical content makes me uncomfortable Just want to make that clear. One of the people who who saw that picture on Twitter said something about her being thick, um, which was, you know, in reference to like that. That just means in case you don't know that uh, a woman has assets. Sometimes you could be talking about a man, but generally speaking, as a society, we talk about women that way. No, that that set off a firestorm. It, it it created a kind of conversation that didn't really get had because it's Twitter and Twitter's toxic, and Twitter is not a good place to have a, a legitimate conversation about anything. But um, but some people said, well, you know, that's disgusting. She's seventeen years old, which is completely legitimate. Uh, the person who posted that content com- comment was much older than seventeen. Um, the the other, you know, responses kind of varied from, well, you know, that's how the media presents it to us. Uh, this wasn't meant for really that kind of consumption. And, you know, tons of other questions about, um, you know, what, what does it mean to have sexual feelings towards someone who is under age? Personally, I make it a pretty good co- policy not to even look at anyone who is under uh, 24, 23, 24, just because number one, we don't have anything in common. Number two, I'm an old man now and I just, you know, shouldn't. But number three, you know, there's, there's a line where, um, to me, a woman stops looking like a woman and that's right around 24 and under, well, probably younger than 24. uh, And it's not to say that women under 24 aren't women. It's just, you know, there's like a maturity thing and I'm kind of into that maturity thing. Please forgive my male toxicity. We're just laying it out right here. Now, this is one of those things where you kind of look at this situation and you kind of wonder where everything kind of comes from. I just said kind of like four times in a row, but it's it's nothing is ever really for certain. And in the same way that you can make a double entendre and then play stupid afterwards, um, uh, you 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 kind of encounter these situations and, and really have to ask yourself, is this what was presented to us? Because nobody said, hey, look at this girl as a sexual object. It was just given that way especially if you watch the bad guy music video um it, none of it's really too bad but you know there's some sounds that are kind of questionable and then the uh the end sequence of that music video the full music video is a little um it alludes to a lot now the funny thing about that is we have a lot of people in our age group my age group not our age group i can't make assumptions about how old you are but i just assume that that if you're if you're listening to this and you're kind of agreeing where i'm coming from that that maybe you're you're probably still in my age group um, a lot of people in that age group who were like, maybe we shouldn't be presenting this to children. Maybe we shouldn't be allowing kids to listen to this. And to them, I really have to ask them, what the hell they were listening to when they were their kids' age. I remember music. <laughs> oh my god, I remember the music of the '90s. And I'm not just talking about Britney Spears. I'm telling you know like R&B. I was big into R&B back in the '90s. Usher, Keith Sweat, and um and and thinking back on that stuff like I not necessarily usher and keith sweat but a lot of the music in the 90s was just not subtle there was not innuendo there was no overtones it was just it was just out there you know bump and grind and and you know like it, it just the music the music just said just just, they just they just set it out there you know it wasn't it wasn't clever just at that time i guess we were so sexually frustrated that we just were like a, a internet chat room or just throwing out the, the expletives just to, just to get them out there. Cause we just like, boom. And that's incomprehensible because in a way I'm kind of embarrassed of that entire decade of music where we just lost the ability to, to be clever. And that's one of the things that I really like about Billie Eilish's music is that despite the, the lyrics making me uncomfortable, because again, I'm contextualizing that she's 17 years old. It makes me uncomfortable. The, the ideas are clever. The thoughts are clever. They're, they're things that probably show up in real life and they, you know, it never hurts to, to explore something like that. I didn't mean to make this you know an entire episode about one person, but I think what's important about this is that we can choose how we contextualize the media that we, we, we consume. And the most important part of that, especially when you start getting older, is the understanding that most of it isn't for you. Most of the media being produced is not directed toward you. Commercials, maybe, but not the TV, not the music, not the movies. And in the aware- awareness of that—it's also important to—I don't, I don't want to say do your research, but at least be mindful, understand the content, and and uh, and certainly be be more careful about how how you contextualize something like that, so that when you're consuming it, when you're when you're. Um, understanding it, when you're listening to it, when you're watching it, that you're not just blindly following along with whatever the message is. And that's just good advice for anyone in general. And I'm not saying that because I said it. I mean, just in general, to pay attention to the things that you're consuming makes sense. And it's absolutely possible to to consume something and be mindful of it and still understand that it's not good for you. I eat candy. I love candy. But I, I know... I remember that there is no nutritional benefit to candy. Focus is a Patreon-supported podcast. And once again, I'm going to thank you so much for listening. And I would like to thank the people who are supporting this podcast, because you guys are keeping the lights on. Uh, Anastasia and Vigilanthi, The White Prince, and Enrique Ramos, the newest uh, subscriber to our Patreon. Thank you again so much. I... Um, I was inspired for this episode mostly because of that Twitter post that kind of blew up, but also it's something that's been kind of banging around in my head. Uh, one of the things that, that always is clear to me is that we can consume media without, without having to believe in it. Um, and, and we have to be careful about that too, because it's also important to make sure you don't start believing in that sometimes. And that includes me. That that includes me. If you're, if you're going to listen to me, uh, that doesn't mean I want to change your mind. I just want to give you something to think about, and then you can chew on it or just listen to the the sound of my voice or whatever it is that you're into you know make sure that you're contextualizing it for yourself that you understand why you're here why you're listening and and why you know why it's important that that you just don't accept what I'm saying for face value you got to think for yourself You need to not just go along with the crowd please 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 in that same way if you decide to share this with someone I really hope that you do so uh, because it meant something to you and not just because you, need, you think that they need to hear it. Um, that, that being said, <laughs> I'll see you when the plot requires it. But until next time, be excellent to each other.